The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's happening? You guys mind if I get serious for a minute here? Um, you know, we've been doing this show for a few years now, and I've said a lot of things on air, um, and I think I owe an apology. And Panther, maybe you know where I'm, I'm going with this, but uh, I'd like to apologize to Antonio Brown. Like, seriously, Antonio Brown, I'm sorry. I called you crazy on the show. When you criticized Ben Roethlisberger, when you said Juju Smith-Schuster uh, would be a bust, when you left the Raiders organization, when you said, I want to play with Tom Brady to win a championship. Well, you know what? Wasn't Antonio Brown right on all those cases? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Fucking crazy. Get, get out of Pittsburgh. Get out of the uh, Oakland at the time. Get out of New England. Just wait. Bide your time. Get down to Tampa Bay with, with Brady. And uh, he's, he's having himself a pretty good year. So I'm sure he uh, accepts your apology. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? Is, I mean, he, he said that Ben was, was uh, you know, done with. Yeah. He didn't buy the hype with Schuster, and Schuster's career is pretty much done with. He wanted the fuck out of uh, 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 Gruden's locker room. I just man, the guy's looking like a genius now. I called him crazy. Like I think a lot of us called him just, oh, this guy's fucking off kilter. He's burning his feet in cry- cryo-fucking-genic chambers. Oh, man. Apparently his helmet wasn't too tight. He, he was able to uh, make all the right moves. Good on him. Seriously. Yeah, really cr- crazy like a fox. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, yeah, b- busy day today. Lots of, lots of stuff going on today. Let's get to work here. Oops. Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Antonio Brown, speaking of of where he's at right now, uh, Tom Brady is banged up. Apparently, he decided to dress his hand as a mummy for Halloween this year. And that's not going to stop him though. Uh, dude is rolling right now. He's tossed fifteen touchdowns this season. He's more than double the amount of t- uh, touchdowns that his opposing quarterback has tossed this season. Of course, you know I feel bad for Jalen Hurts because he plays two positions on the field. He is the starting quarterback for the team and also apparently the starting running back because uh, uh Sir- Sirianni just totally forgot who uh Miles Sanders is he has no idea and the funny thing is he's cognizant of it and there's nothing he can do about it this week because he's going against that fucking Tampa Bay defense so once again 
Miles Sanders will not be getting the ball. Now, Sirianni has yet to win a home game. He's been coaching this Philadelphia team. He's yet to win a home game. They did come back from uh, against the Carolina Panthers last, last week on the road. So the question is, can they upset the defending champions on a short week? And my answer is no. No, I don't think so. And I, I hate eating this much road chalk, especially in a short week. But I think Tampa's going to handle this Eagles team. I think that this is a defense that uh, has been up and down. A lot of people are high up on it. I Tom Brady even saying, oh, this Eagles defense, blah, blah, blah. I, I really don't see it. Third best against the pass in the league, that's for sure. But they're 21st in points allowed. And a lot of that has to do with their ground defense or lack there of ground defense. And the Bucks, I don't know if you guys know this, happen to have a dude called Leonard Fournette pretty good running back so i do think tampa should cover this game but it does give me a little bit of pause on the over what is it uh what was it the over 50 52 and a half 52 and a half yeah listen i have it going over but knowing that there's a good chance that tampa might just run the ball over philadelphia I'll, i'll just lean the over here but i will bet 50 dollars on tampa bay to cover the spread on the road this week. Yeah, as Max mentioned, Philadelphia's 0-2 at home this season. They've given up 41.5 points per game against high-passing offenses, being Kansas City and Dallas. New England comes into this game as the number one passing offense. And as you mentioned, Miles Sanders, he's actually only carried the ball 48 times all season. You look at Tampa Bay on the other side, they've only scored 22 points, or excuse me, 20 points per game on the road. All of their scoring, they've scored 30 or more when they've been at the friendly confines. Again, no Gronkowski. But one of the things uh, Brady brought up, he remembers last year. Do you guys remember last year on the road, Thursday night football in Chicago? Not only did they lose that game, Brady can't remember what down it is. Like he gets confused on oh, – right, he said, right. Yeah, so Thursday night football, short week, not exactly Brady's friend, but the fact that he remembers it, he's cognizant of it, makes me believe he rebounds here. Uh, I, I think New England does run the ball. I think they do Oop. include a lot of Fournette in, involved. What did I say? New England? New England. <laughs> I have New England written down on my thing. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay runs the ball. Um, but Philadelphia, you know, they're just at home and their inability to be two-dimensional, putting all that pressure on Jalen Hurts, who's who's handled it well. The mm-hmm. guys had over 300 yards in four of the nine games that he started, but they've got to get this guy some help. I think Tampa Bay does take care of business. I'll lay the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Put $25 on the Bucks. I'm not touching this total because I, I just have no idea what the Buccaneers are going to do. Short week. Under, right? That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. My numbers say over, but it's a short week. And knowing that Tampa, Tampa Bay's secondary is pretty fucking good. I mean, Philadelphia's secondary is pretty fucking good against that Tampa Bay uh, uh, wide receiving uh, core. So I think they might run the ball and they'll probably be effective, which again is going to eat some clock and take away from their points per minute. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'll probably shade the under here, but I, yeah, I, I still think Tampa Bay covers this. Yeah. I'm leaning the under here. And unfortunately we have ourselves a kiss of death with a road favorite wow. on Thursday night. Congrats, Philly. Yeah. I mean, what Panther said is right. Uh, New, uh, Tampa Bay has a tough time scoring on the road, but they played the Rams and the Patriots on the road. That's it so far. So I think this definitely changes. I don't have a lot of wiggle room. I've got Tampa Bay covering it by about 
you know, just seven in, in, you know, a decimal point. So I'll put $25 on Tampa Bay, kind of a smaller bet to cover we'll the cover six and a half. 14. Oh, well, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so Max's numbers are right. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, boy. Next up, uh, yeah, what, yeah. We, what do we got? Uh, I guess Major League Baseball, right? There we go. Oh, boy. That's it. This is the last divisional round, right? This is it. So winner of this uh, heads to the NLCS to face the Braves. It's funny, funny thing, too, as I was looking at this. If the Dodgers win, even though they had 106 wins, Braves still are, are the, the home team. They've got home field advantage in the NLCS because you know they, they are not the wild card. But if the Braves make it to the World Series and the Red Sox make it to the World Series, Red Sox being a wild card. Red Sox had the better record than than the Braves. They would be, they would have home field advantage in in World Series. How funny is that? It's a, only record matters in in World Series. Nothing else. So, Major League well, Baseball is not going to steal that from them, are they? No, I don't think so. I mean, they'll have a coin flip at the All Star Game, and then that'll decide oh what happens there. Don't give Extra, them ideas. I, don't I, give I, them ideas. Coin flip. With the extra base runner and heads, they get home field advantage. Tails, he's out. <laughs> Listen, uh, Dodgers going to put Julio Urias out there to pitch today, and they're going to go against uh, Logan Webb. And we, we've said this on the show last time Logan Webb pitched. He's just sensational, just almost unbeatable at home. And when we were touting him in, in that game, he pitched 7.2 innings, 10 Ks, and no earned runs. So we were saying, oh, man, Logan Webb's really good at home. And, and he said, yeah, I know. And he pitched like that. So if Webb can control those Dodgers bats today, I think the Giants should get the win. Because L.A. only seems comfortable in this series when they have a big lead. As the games go on and those games are tighter and tighter, those players, those Dodgers bats, just look trepidatious out there. Like They, they just look very scared. When they're playing with a lead, they're loose. They're 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 coming out. The two wins that they've put up, seven runs and nine runs, right? I mean, again, when they're playing with the lead, the bats are just you know less anxious at the plate. But if Logan Webb can do what he did last game or anywhere close, I think the Giants win this one, and that's what I'm banking on here. Again, it's hard to imagine the Dodgers going out like this, but I mean, it's happened before with them, right? So, ten dollar bet on the Giants. It's very interesting how this series has played out. They split out um, both venues or one and one at both venues. But uh, the Dodgers, as Max pointed out, when they've won, they've scored seven and nine runs, eight runs per game. When they've lost, they've been shut out twice. San Francisco uh, is only averaging two runs per game across the entire series. Mm. They're not scoring a lot of runs. The one shutout they had was a one nothing game. Um, so, you know, Logan Webb, it's not that he's virtually unbeatable. He is unbeatable in San Francisco. He hasn't lost all season long. And I, I say that tongue-in-cheek. It's going to be one of those, this guy's never missed a field goal, and it's going to go wide right or doink. Um, I, like, I don't know how you bet against Logan Webb here, but I, I'm kind of scared that he can do it again facing the same team just, what, six days later, five, six days later. He needs, he needs to put up a goose egg again. Um, I'm going to... Put my money on the plus line, right? We're going to plus line with no. Oh, actually, it's even. It's even. Even. Ah, I still like the Giants at home. I will put twenty-five bucks on the G-men. All right. You know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dodgers here. I'm gonna just 
fuck the trend you two i'll put 15 bucks on the dodgers i think I, I think seeing Logan Webb so many times, I think eventually it's going to catch up to him. I think the Dodgers might win this in a squeaker or, you know, maybe a shootout as Panther was pointing out. I'll go Dodgers minus 107, 15 bucks. A little bit of a hedge there. I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I do believe you have the, yeah, the I've got Giants the Giants to win the series. Right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I've been hitting the Dodgers a couple times. I've, in a row. I've noticed. I've yeah. noticed. Now, I again, it's hard to argue. It really is a very close game. Uh, coin flip, if you will. And then I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take the home team with with the the ace on the mound. So, hockey time. Hockey time. Uh, big slate of hockey games today. You know, they they open you know, uh, day one with only two games. Yesterday they upped it to five games, and now we have what eight nine games on the board today. Um, which I think that means at this point, almost every single team, maybe only a couple teams, uh, will, will make their debut tomorrow. Uh, but most of the teams are going to make their debut today. And, uh, let's talk about two of those teams, the New York Islanders heading to Carolina to take on the hurricanes, uh, Carolina, pretty unbeatable at home last season. It's a very tough place to play, but you're telling me I'm getting the Islanders with a plus line here. I'm going to take it. So uh, I will do a $10 bet on the New York Islanders. Gave this game a hard look. I saw how good the Panther, the Hurricanes were at home. I wanted to take the Islanders. I just, one of those, no value in picking a losing team. I think the Hurricanes win. So I'll give you moral support. I'm rooting for the Islanders. Kind of one of my sleepers for the uh, season picks. But uh, no play for me. Man, get them with that plus 115 if you like the Islanders as fast as you can before it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. plus 105. Mm-hmm. Yeah, curious the way the line's shifting. Looks like people are hitting the Islanders, Max. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Money's hitting the Islanders, yep. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk about the Seattle Kraken heading to Nashville. Uh, I, some odd line movement on this one when I saw this before. Uh, Nashville opened at minus 135. They're now one, minus 123. The money is hitting Nashville, and that line is getting better for them. So uh, very suspicious there. I Listen, I, I know Nashville is is a team that's kind of under my radar. Maybe they have a good season. Uh, they, they kind of hit or miss last year. But I am banking on the Kraken to get their first ever win tonight. So another $10 bet on the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, Seattle starts their inaugural season on the road. Second game uh, that they'll be traveling. Lost. They play pretty well against Vegas a couple of days ago. Nashville is beatable. The thing, the thing about them last year was they kind of went on the streak where they, they just got red hot, particularly at home. They were 18 and 10 at home in 2020. I think that uh, at home opening night, they can get it done. I'm on this game. I'm going to put uh, $10. We're only $10 early stages on the Predators. All right. Gotcha. I don't have, I don't have any thoughts on this at all. All right, what else you got, Panther? I know you got one more. One more. I don't know if you guys paid attention, but uh, I took Vegas opening night, and the curse is over, right? I I won that game. I think the curse is over, so we'll take Vegas again on the road going against the L.A. Kings. The Kings were only 9-14-5 at home last year. I like – I mean, we really like this Vegas team. I know Max thinks they might finally get a Stanley Cup here, but I think they can take care of the Kings on the road, so I'll put $10 on Vegas. I don't hate the play. It was a, a little bit out of my comfort zone running the numbers. Uh, again, like I'm, I'm heavily basing this off of last season, and, and Los Angeles started to pick things up towards the end of last year. be interesting to see if they can build on that momentum. I don't have them 
really uh, doing much this year. But again, at home, uh, crazier things have happened in in a home opener. So I'm going to lean Vegas with you. Some moral support. There you go. Yeah, I like the way the line's shifting for you, Panther. Good deal. Good deal. Arch, you had a couple games. You just went real quick. You want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, just I a think games? I think sneaky value here. I think minus one six. Oh, it's got minus one sixty one. I think Columbus is the play. Minus 161 against Arizona at home. It looks like on SBR, everyone's hitting Arizona, but I, I, I do think Columbus is the play today. Yeah, no, I, I like Columbus. The money's actually hitting Columbus, and so that line is, is indicative of, of, of you know, uh, the books uh, reacting to the money hitting Columbus. I, I do like Columbus, too. And then you also uh, were eyeing up a certain Detroit team, right? Yeah, I think the Red Wings. I think there's a bunch of value on the Red Wings. Obviously, every time Tampa steps on the ice, they're going to be overjuiced, overjuiced all to hell. But holy shit, it's only plus 188 now. Oh, mm. yeah, look at that. I think Detroit's probably, probably warrants a shot here. Yeah, I agree. Nice little lottery ticket there. Detroit at home. They played you know, pretty well at home last season. Uh, hard to believe that Tampa's going to start the season 0-2, but they, they got off to a slow start last season too. So, uh, well, you know, I, I don't want to be the Tampa Bay hater this year, so I'll just lean Detroit. No, no, please be the Tampa Bay hater. It works out well. Uh, I was looking you at that. on Vegas instead? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is going to yeah. win the Stanley yeah. Cup, Panther. They're the best team in hockey, Panther. Yeah, they're screwed. Uh, I was looking at the Arizona-Columbus game. You know, I, the last couple of years, Arizona's actually come out of the gates pretty well. It's just mid-season, end of the season, they're just trash. I thought there was some value on the plus line. You guys are saying the, the money's going the opposite way, but I, I don't like either one of those teams, honestly. So um, I just have my two plays. That's all I have. And we know you want Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, not, a, not that number. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I'll say this real quick about Arizona. Yeah. Um, th- they might have a goalie issue because uh, them shipping uh, Darcy Kemper to uh, Colorado. Uh, that turned out pretty well for Colorado last night. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, hey, what should we talk about today? How about Odds Jam? Developed by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. Arch, you were over at Odds Jam during the hockey game last night, weren't you? I was. I was checking out the, the odds on uh, hockey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books. They help users like Arch place risk-free bets. You can be like Arch. Get profits. Average 3% every day. Adds up to some big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. It's true, man. If you were on Odds Jam, you would be hitting Anaheim pretty well. And as they just downed Winnipeg yeah. like it was yeah. nothing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we saw that coming. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I guess that's it. It's time for Daily Fantasy. Max, how'd you turn out last week? Not so good, Al. No. Not so good. Uh, D- DFS, of course, I had uh, Taylor Hinicki 
as my quarterback, oh, oh. Uh, as my value play did not turn out well. Uh, Damian Harris, uh, not not great. Uh, Jalen Waddle, uh, Waddle shut down again. Uh, the bright spots, Derrick Henry, and I had Marquez Callaway last week. That was a, that was a surprise play that turned out really well in my PPR league. I also lost due to the fact that uh, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen decided that they didn't want to catch the ball last week. And uh, I said Chase Edmonds, who who had an off week. Uh, anyway, let's look at this week. Let's look at the starts for this week. I know you guys have some feelings on on like how you're going to stack things and how, how you're going to put things together. I, I'm going to make my starting quarterback, Matt Stafford of the Los Angeles Rams, uh, heading out east. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not comfortable with that per se, but... Uh, <laughs> Giants are 22nd in the league in passing yards allowed. They allow two touchdowns, uh, two passing touchdowns per game. Rams have averaged 310 passing yards, 2.4 passing TDs. That's good for second and fourth in the league. Stafford only $7,900 at FanDuel. I would love to take Mahomes this week. I would absolutely love to take Mahomes this week, but I'm going to save $1,100 here and take Matt Stafford at my quarterback. At running back, look at Cleveland. And Nick Chubb, uh, Arizona 28th in rushing yards allowed per game. Cleveland, you know, they run the ball like crazy. The downside here is that, you know, while the Cardinals give up the rushing yards, not necessarily giving up the rushing touchdowns too often, but I think Nick Nick Chubb has the chance to change that this week. $8,100 a FanDuel, tad bit expensive, but he'll be my starting running back for the week. At wide receiver, I'm not taking Mahomes at my uh, quarterback, but I will take Tyreek Hill. At my wide receiver, I know he's a little bit banged up, but Washington's defense has not been as good as it was last season. They give up 293 passing yards per game, which ranks 27th in the NFL. And they also give up 2.8 passing touchdowns per game, which is 31st in the league. So again, Tyreek Hill, pricey at 8,700 on FanDuel, but I think it's worth the money there. Where I'm going to save some money is at tight end, because again, I would like to take Travis Kelsey. I can't afford Travis Kelsey. What I'm going to do, call him crazy, is take Evan Ingram of the New York Giants. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying that with a straight face, kind of. Uh, he had four targets for 55 yards last week against Dallas, and the Rams are only 23rd in passing yards allowed in the league this year. So with many injuries for the Giants, someone's got to get the ball. Maybe it's Ingram. $5,000 on FanDuel. That's, that's my that's my uh, bet there. And defense, I was kind of telling you guys in the pre-show, here's where you guys can really laugh at me. I'm going to take the fucking Dallas Cowboys against New England. Cowboys second in the league in takeaways per game. They are tied for first in defensive touchdowns in the league. They've got a rookie quarterback that they're going against. He's, gonna, he's bound to make some mistakes no matter how well Bill Belichick plans for this guy. He makes mistakes. I think Dallas is going to score some defensive points here. So those are my starts for week six. Not bad, not bad. You talked about a stack. I'm not a big fan of stacking, but this week I am. And we're going to start with those Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow (laughs) at the Detroit Lions. The Lions are one of, if not one of the worst passing defenses in the entire NFL. Burrow loves him some Jamar Chase. We'll be lining up Jamar Chase, who has uh, he's scored a touchdown in four of the five games. He's uh, very capable of getting multiple touchdowns. So I like Burrow and Chase for a little bit of a stack there. Running back, Jonathan Taylor is really turning it up a notch, going against a Houston defense that is not very good against the run. Uh, they're at home. So I love uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts going against that 
uh, Texans defense. Daryl Williams will fill in for a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire who's been put on the uh, put on the shelf. He's going to miss at least three weeks. Getting some value here going against that Washington defense. I like Daryl Williams for a little bit of a value play. Teaming up with Chase at wide receiver, I'm grabbing Mike Williams again. The dude's got six touchdowns on the season, and as we've seen, you can throw on that Baltimore Raven defense. So I like Williams with the Chargers. And staying in that game, Marquise Brown for the Ravens, I expect the Ravens to have to pass a lot to keep up with the Chargers offense. Expect this to be one of the higher scoring games on the season or on, of the week. Tight end, I'm going to double dip again, second week in a row. I'm going to take Schultz for the Cowboys going against New England. Schultz has 18 catches for 217 yards and three touchdowns in his last three weeks. He's really became a favorite target for Dak Prescott, much to the chagrin of Amari Cooper, who's not really been seeing the ball a lot. At my flex position, I'm grabbing Austin Eckler. Uh, oh, he does it all. This guy, I don't even think he gets enough love. He really is uh, a Christian McCaffrey. He's got six touchdowns in combined receiving and rushing in his last three games. And my defense, I'm going with Max's Rams. And in Yahoo, I'm actually getting some value. Rams at the Giants who are completely broken. I don't even know who they're going to start. So I, <laughs> I can, can't even laugh at Max's even Ingram play because it makes sense. I don't even know who they're going to put out there. Yeah, wow. I think the Giants probably have the lowest team total of any any game. Looking at 18 and a half. Yeah, so, under. Yeah. I like the under. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Man, I love where your head's at, Panther. I love that um, Cincinnati Bengals play, man. <laughs> I was joking before the show started. Do we just start uh, Joe Burrow and then every every bungle wide receiver chase Higgins and Boyd and just that'll free up some money to afford like, you know, maybe Daryl Henderson. Is Christian McCaffrey going to play? He's 50-50 for the week. Mm, so you could look at him. Yeah, there's just no end of stuff you could do. Take Jared Cook. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look at players that we should probably avoid, if, even if you have the money. Let's let's talk about a quarterback. I'm going to avoid Baker Mayfield this week of Cleveland. Yeah, you know, he tossed two touchdowns last week, but he's facing a very tough Arizona secondary, eighth, eighth in yards against in the air. Cleveland's going to try to run the ball because, as I mentioned before, Arizona's uh, rush defense not so good. So, uh, you know, I, I'm going to I'm going to avoid Baker Mayfield and and maybe toss in Kirk Cousins as a fade this week because I'm also going to fade pretty much the rest of Minnesota. Ooh. I don't like Dalvin Cook this week. A tough matchup against Carolina, eighth best against the run. And if you're paying $8,800 for Dalvin Cook, I just think you're overpaying for what you're going to get this week from him. He's, he's going to have a good week, but it's, it's a very tough matchup. And then same thing, wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, 7,900, 7,200 respectively. I think you're risking too much against that, that really good Carolina defense, only allowing 161 yards per game in the air. So uh, those are my sits for the week. It's uh, Mayfield, Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and uh, Jefferson and Dillon of Minnesota. So basically just avoid Minnesota. <laughs> I actually don't disagree. Two of those are on my list, uh, starting with Kirk Cousins. He's only thrown for two touchdowns and two interceptions in his last two weeks. Uh, surprisingly, they only mustered seven points last week. I think they'll find the sledding equally as difficult this week against Carolina. I'm going to floor you guys, though. If there's a guy... Big, big money. I'm fading Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. Kyler at the Browns, he's only gotten four total touchdowns, rushing and 
passing the last three weeks. As good as Kyler Murray is, based on the price you have to pay and the production we've seen, uh, I'm staying away from Kyler Murray this week. At running back, Melvin Gordon has only carried the ball 18 times in the last two weeks. I don't think Denver knows who their running back is, so uh, I'm avoiding Melvin Gordon. Damian Harris went for 100 yards. He got plenty of touches last week against the Texans. This week, though, going against Dallas, his carries are unpredictable. He's banged up, and I feel like Belichick's back on his running back bullshit. You just can't trust any Patriot running back, so I'm going to fade Harris. Complete agreement with Max Tier on Adam Thielen. Not only is it about the Panther defense, but Thielen has kind of gotten, become the forgotten wide receiver. Five catches for 86 yards in the last two weeks. And by the way, he's a little banged up. And for defense, uh, I'm going to avoid the, the, the Raiders here. Or, excuse me, it's not the Raiders. It's uh, Denver. I can't read my fucking writing. The Broncos off. Just neither one of these. I don't like either one of them, honestly. But the Broncos offense isn't quite that great. So um, I, I would avoid the Broncos here. And that is what I got for fades. Hmm. You know, I, I, the Rams are the highest priced defense at DraftKings. I, and I just don't try. I mean, I know the Giants are bad. I just don't know if you can trust him like going all the way across the coast. So I would I would I would sit on that one just a little bit. I maybe would look at somebody else like um, fuck Cincinnati <laughs> or, or Dallas, Dallas against. I love that play Dallas against New Orleans. So maybe avoid England, the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dallas against New England. I again, like, New England. Yeah. And, and just looking at the metrics of, of you know Dallas being able to score those defensive touchdowns, like that's mm-hmm. it's it's really nice. Hey, let's talk value plays. Uh, probably hit on some of them already. Funny enough, is I just shit all over the New England offense, but uh, quarterback uh, Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, the, the, I, I I took the Dallas defense because of their takeaways, uh, but still they're giving up passing yards and they're giving up pass TDs. So maybe Jones is a value play at quarterback to consider. At running back, I like Antonio Gibson of Washington. Uh, I also wanted to pick Jonathan Taylor, as Panther mentioned, of Indianapolis. But I mean, he's not quite a value at 7,500, but he's definitely in my starting lineup as well. But Gibson, 6,700 against the 29th ranked defense against the rush. So I think that's a very smart play. Uh, downside here is if Washington is playing from behind against the Chiefs, you know, they might abandon the run there. So uh, a little bit of risk there, but uh, still, I think the value's there with Antonio Gibson. And that wide receiver, I like Van Jefferson of the Rams and Tyler Boyd of Cincinnati. As you mentioned, Arch, uh, both have favorable matchups against secondaries that give up a lot of passing TDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Jefferson's only 5,400 at FanDuel. Tyler Boyd is 6,300. So those are my value plays for the week. Mm. Yeah, complete agreement with Mac Jones going against that Dallas defense. If you're, I, I don't see why with some of the other quarterbacks to choose from, you would go this route. But there is some value in Mac Jones and maybe even Carson Wentz going against that Houston defense. At running back, you have to look at Devontae Booker, who's going to fill in for Saquon Barkley, who really fucked up that ankle last week. He's probably going to miss multiple weeks. And Ramon Stevenson for the Patriots, like I said, Harris is banged up. He missed practice yesterday, and uh, he might he might slide in at running back going against that Cowboy defense. At wide receiver, I got two golden golden goose eggs here for you guys. Robbie Anderson going against that Minnesota defense. He's had 18 targets the last two weeks, teaming up with his old teammate, Sam Darnold. They seem to got a little thing going there. And Terry McLaurin for Washington going against the Chiefs. I do believe they're going to have to throw the ball to keep up with the Chiefs. McLaurin's had 24 targets his last two weeks. And at tight end, Mark Andrews 
he's getting a lot of love from Lamar Jackson and having to go. He's actually up there. I'm going to put him with the near elites of the tight ends. His target share has significantly increased as the season has progressed. I think we're going to see a lot of Mark Andrews going against that charger defense. And those are my value plays. Yeah, it's hard to argue. I think you guys nailed a lot of value. I don't really have hardly anything to, uh, to add to it. I think you guys nailed it. Well, I would ask you, though, if you're going to start Mac Jones, should we do Jacoby Myers, too? Maybe stack it or is no, no. I Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, again. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I do think uh, Dallas, uh, <laughs> their secondary is still not very good. So uh, you're going to see. That's the Internet glitch. show. Internet oh, glitch. <laughs> it just popped up offline. <laughs> now it's back. That's, that's so funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I don't think it's a terrible play. All right. So we talked about football, baseball, basketball. No, basketball, hockey. Basketball that's coming to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything under the sun, Max. That's it. Yeah, I even had an apology in the beginning. It's true. So. Download DJ's app for Android, iOS. Let us know anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, no matter where you listen to that. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Take you home with a Panther parlay. I'm actually going to steer clear of that baseball game. I think it can go either direction. So your parlay is going to include my two hockey picks, the Nashville Predators and the Vegas Golden Knights. Throw them together with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you've got your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on the website, the app, Facebook, Twitter, most of all. And uh, you guys can holler out. It's my name. We'll holler back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done.